Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello everybody. This is Pastor Greg. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. And back today, by popular demand from all of our fan mail, <laughs> is Pastor Brad Woodski. Pastor Brad, you want to say hello to everybody today? Hello, it's good to be back with all of you. Thank you guys for uh, listening to our podcast every week. <laughs> We're glad to have you back, Pastor Brad. It's good uh, to be back. Last two podcasts was uh, the interview with Pastor Rob Meredith. And if you haven't listened to that, part one and part two, I encourage you to go back and listen. And, mm-hmm. and a few weeks ago, or maybe a, a month or two by now, we interviewed Pastor Thurman Collier. Yeah. So if you're listening for the first time, go back and find those, those interviews. You'll enjoy those tremendously. Wayne Wozniak. We, yeah, we, he was he, our first one. He was our first one. So those some great stuff to go back and listen to. But uh, Pastor Brad, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad to be back. I, I enjoyed doing the podcast with Pastor Rob, but I missed having you in the dialogue. So thanks for joining it was me. Weird, it's weird not being there, but it was still a good podcast. Well, thanks. <laughs> we enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. But uh, I'm glad to have you back. It's not the same without you. And we are in Christmas at NCOG. Mm-hmm. So Brad, tell the folks a little bit about what is Christmas at NCOG. Well, it's a lot of fun and a lot of food, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> a lot of food, We've yeah. got a lot of different things going on. Yeah, we'll sure. have, uh, diff- we have a few different speakers that you mm-hmm. get to hear. From the pastoral team. Yep, yeah. and then uh, we have some Christmas caroling that we'll do, a Christmas program that we have coming up. Did and you do the Christmas caroling? You did Christmas caroling last yeah, year. Yeah, last year right? I did, yes. What did you think about Christmas caroling? It was great. It honestly is a great time. I can't sing worth a lick, like, at all. Um, <laughs> but it was still, I had a bunch of fun doing it. It's great to just go around to houses and see everyone interacting with one another, the the love that we get to share during that time, and then the yeah. fellowship, especially yeah. afterwards, going to Virginia's house, having, having some, some hot cocoa, hot cocoa and, fellowship, and being with having some cookies yeah. and and different things like that. Do you think um, ministry is significant, or I'm looking for a word here? It's very special. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for when we get off of our turf, so to speak, away oh, from the sure. church. I mean, powerful ministry, obviously, on the church grounds, mm-hmm. but there's something special about being at someone's home or yeah. standing in their yard mm-hmm. or sitting in their living room, don't you think? I, yeah, meeting people where they're at. Yes, I, I think, yes. I think we have to be willing to come together. Coming mm-hmm. together isn't saying someone come to me, but yeah. us coming to them as well. Yes. Having that shared yeah. balance of, right. of going out, coming in. Um, it's showing that hospitality towards one another and that love towards one another. I like that word, hospitality. That, that's a gift, mm-hmm. hospitality. But you know, also, Pastor Brad, we can pray. Mm-hmm. Now, novel idea here, we can pray. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do not have to be at church to pray with each other, to sing with each other, to worship together, to yeah. encourage each other. We can do those things standing in someone's yard, sitting in a living room, or any number of places. Yeah, that's the beauty of being a Christian. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. Yeah. And and the Word of God is powerful, whether it's proclaimed in the church or outside. Mm-hmm. And really, we should be proclaiming, singing, praying, and doing more outside of the four walls than inside. We have a special guest with us today. Aaron, tell everybody hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome, Aaron Neal. He is with us today and sitting in on the podcast. And we're glad to have you, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Pastor Brad, I, I interrupted you. I, sometimes I do that. Hey, it's it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but you were talking about Christmas at NCOG, and I think you were going to talk a little bit about a Christmas program that's coming up. Yes. So we're it's called Manger Tales, 
I believe are major stories. I'll have to check my my list. <laughs> it major changes something. It, it depends on major how I'm mysteries. <laughs> yeah, the major <laughs> mystery. No, it's it's a really really good program that we're doing with our children and youth. We're going to be combining for this. Um, the children will be doing more of a, a live action part, like we uh-huh. actually in service. It will be a live performance from them, and our teens are going to be helping them out. But they're also part of it. In the sense that we have a recorded part of the program that we're doing right now. We're in the middle of recording right now, actually. We did some on Sunday, and then uh, today is Tuesday, so tomorrow we'll be doing the last two recordings. And, and what they're doing is they're all... We have a uh, show host who is supposed to be like Larry King. His name is Larry Prince, and he's... Larry King Live. Back Larry in the King day. Live. <laughs> and so he's interviewing... Yeah. Um, some of the animals that would have been at the manger and telling the story from their perspective. So our teens are dressed up as uh, Larry Prince and a couple of the animals, and they're going to be sharing some stories. And just from the recording side, it has been a lot of fun. Uh, the personalities of our teens coming out on the video have been hilarious, and I, we've had to do a couple extra takes just because I've started <laughs> laughing. So That's fun. Yeah, yeah, so I some of it was because of me. I. I they they had me laughing at it, but it's also a really good message of the reason for the season. So it's it's really it's a really great program. I'm really excited to see the whole thing come together. You talked about the teens recording ahead of time and using that technology is really a big part of ministry, isn't mm-hmm. it? It is, yeah. Big part of ministry. And enhances a lot of things visually. People mm-hmm. are visual in learning. A lot of people are. Yeah, I, I'm, very, see, I'm very visual things. when yeah. it comes to learning. I, I have to see, like a lot of times I won't grasp it until i see it demonstrated or i can i can watch something mm-hmm. and kind of see how how to change things up based on seeing it well and, and technology also adds a lasting effect to our ministry that is not there without technology because like a podcast can be recorded mm. uploaded and it's there forever yeah and those those things you're recording with those teenagers it's there. Mm-hmm. It can be stored. It can be shared. It can be accessed again. Yeah. And uh, I love the fact that our services are now all on Facebook Live and, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they're there. Yeah. They're there. Uh, someone can watch a service from a couple of years ago or the service that we had Sunday could be accessed maybe two or three years yeah. from now. Even even on here, if we reference something, we're able to point back to that. To that. Or someone in conversation can go back and access with that. somebody, mm-hmm. we can redirect them to something we have online yeah. and it's it's something that's there and ready. It's almost like Little Caesars. It's hot and ready. <laughs> Except for Pastor Brad. <laughs> Little Caesars is never really ready. No. <laughs> they say hot and ready or and hot. then they say five or ten minute wait. And I think, no, no, no. Your slogan says hot and ready. Yeah. But it's never hot and ready. Anyway, I, I mean... But social media is always... It's, unless you have bad Wi-Fi Unless you have... That's so right. I, I guess it that's still right. kind of follows the Little Caesar rules. <laughs> Well, well, speaking of services, we've gone through the Christmas of NCOG. Pastor Allison preached for us the first um, Sunday of Mm. kicking off NCOG. Then Pastor Jacob preached this last Sunday. Any takeaways that come to mind from those last couple of weeks, Pastor Brad? It was really good. Uh, Pastor Jacob, part of his uh, sermon on fear and talking about the joy we can have and uh, just with that, uh, that that's really stood out to me a lot. Um, but I've also loved the worship in, in both of these. I, just that time of year where you're able to 
mm-hmm. hear a little bit more of the music of, of Christmas, Christmas time. Yes. Uh, Come on, ring those bells is a yeah. big Nornsville tradition. I never even heard that song. You had never heard that before coming out to Nornsville. Um, and I've, oh. I've had a couple other people. It's that, a legendary song here. It is. Yes, it, yes, it is. It, but it is. Like, it's a neat a, little song. It's, it's a special yeah. little tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the Hilltop Youth Band actually sang. They played it. Yeah. They sang it. So the tradition is passed on. It is That's passed on. Neat. The torch has been passed. Yeah, I like Christmas songs. And, uh, you know, Pastor Jacob talked about Joy to the World. Yeah. And he shared with us from some of his research that Joy to the World was actually not written originally as a Christmas song. Yeah, I never knew that. It was written to reference the second coming mm-hmm. of Christ. And then if you get into those lyrics and start thinking about it, you can see yeah. where that really does tie to the second coming. Of course, we use it... And I think it's fine. We use it as a Christmas song. But I thought that was an interesting little nugget mm-hmm. from his sermon. Uh, he started his sermon talking about, you talked about some Christmas songs. He referenced, these are a few of my favorite things. You want yeah. to you know, sing that line for us, Aaron, since you're here today? No. <laughs> but but he, he had a picture of his family. He had a fishing pole. He had a golf club and a guitar. And he talked about those aspects of his life and those being some of his favorite things. But Talked about joy. Can we live without certain things in our life? We're up on a break, but we're going to pick back up on that topic in just a moment. Bad preaching podcast. Thanks for listening today. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Hey, welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. Pastor Greg Payne, Pastor Brad Woodski, our special extra coast, uh, coast. That, I, combined, <laughs> I combined a word there, coast, co-host. Uh, Aaron Neal with us today. Aaron, we're so glad you're sitting in on this with us. And uh, we had left off at the beginning of Pastor Jacob's sermon from last Sunday. Could we live without those favorite things in our lives or those special things in our lives or even the special people in our lives. And he did a great job of talking about that our true joy, that's even greater than the concept of happiness, our true joy in living comes through our relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And the amazing thing about serving God and serving Christ and having a personal, I'm talking personal, ongoing, committed relationship with the Lord, with Jesus The beautiful thing about that is that fulfills every need. Think about that. Every need, every longing, every part of our lives and our very being is fulfilled and made complete. That's a good word right there. Complete. Complete in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the joy of the Lord uh, is our strength. His joy coming from that source. And when I put my... Any of those things that he mentioned at the beginning of his sermon, when I put my total trust or my total longing for satisfaction in those things, they, whether it's the things or the people, will fall short. Mm -hmm. They will fall short because Christ is our true joy. Jesus, you're the center. I think Bill Gaither wrote this song, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. That's for David Baldwin right there because he tells me I always reference a song (laughs) in in my sermons. So there you go, David, if you're listening. But Jesus, you're the center of my joy. Joy. What what about uh, the difference between joy and happiness? Brad, will you want to tackle that a little bit? What, What is the difference between being 
happy, and being joyful. Well, I, I think one thing you can say is joy is permanent. You know, like yeah. when I think about my happiness, that can come and go with my season. It can come and go with my situation. Yes. It's, it's something that goes with the wind. Like I, it's, it's not something that stays and is going to anchor me to anything. But having joy in the Lord is what truly becomes an anchor in my life that even when I am having a bad day or sorrow or it comes into my life or um, it's rough times and the rough waters of life, I'm able to stand on the word of God. I'm able to stand in the promises of God and still have that joy that holds me through those moments that ultimately gives me hope to mm-hmm. keep on going. It's good. That's good. Well, he talked about, and he being Pastor Jacob, Pastor Jacob Dunn, I should say his entire name, um, longtime pastor at the church here in the youth ministry and then executive pastor. And now he's the executive director of LifeSpring uh, Ministries, which is a pregnancy center. Um, great, great ministry that he, that he leads here in central Virginia. But he preached for us Sunday and he talked to us about some stealers or some things that will steal our joy. Mm-hmm. And one is anger, one is fear. Anger will definitely take away our joy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think all three of us sitting around this table today could say there have been times we've been angry. Pretty difficult to be angry and joyful, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's pretty difficult to come to a worship service if we have been angry all week about anything or anybody and then come in a worship service and really be joyful. That just doesn't align. It's a, it is really a, a thief of our joy. It steals our joy. And so dealing with anger as quickly as possible mm. is scriptural, right? Because Pastor Jacob referenced the scripture of not letting the sun go down on our wrath. Don't let the day end while we're still angry. Yeah. Don't let the day end while we're still angry. I think that that is a good way to live. Mm-hmm. It's a biblical way to live. Yeah. Get the anger dealt with. Now, uh, uh, Dr. Scott Bryan was a professor at Bluefield College, and I had probably, Aaron, it was probably the best class I've ever had in my life. It was a health class but it focused on our spiritual health, our emotional health, our physical health, probably the best course I ever took. But he talked about this thing about anger and forgiveness. And he he, he really explained some things that have helped me for my, the rest of my life. I was probably 19 or 20 years old when I had his class probably. But, um, and I'm 25 now. So, you know, five years later, no, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, nobody believes that. But, but he talked to us about forgiving and he said, forgiveness is an act of our will, willpower. It's an act of our will, a conscious willingness, you know, to do it. Mm-hmm. It's an act of our will, not our feel, F E E L, not our mm-hmm. feel. Forgiveness is willing it, willpower, determining it, making a conscious decision. But that feeling will not necessarily go away immediately. That was pretty clarifying to this 19, 20-year-old person at the time myself. And and it's still clarifying to me today. Because what I realize is anger can come 
And before the day is over, if I'm biblical, I can make a conscious decision that I'm going to let that anger go and I'm going to forgive the situation or the person. But I can do that and I can still realize, maturely realize, the feeling part may not go away immediately. Like just because I've made the conscious, willful decision to forgive, the sky does not open and the angels start singing, peace on earth, goodwill towards men, right? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the easiest thing. And it doesn't mean it's the easiest thing. And he told us, and what he talked about, Pastor Brad, is is then you continually make that willful willful decision, I will forgive, I will forgive, Mm -hmm. I will forgive. When those feelings come, you combat that with, I'm forgiving. I have made a conscious decision to forgive. And then, of course, that decision begins to reflect in our actions, right? Because if we have forgiven, then our actions that we take are going to line up with that. We're not going to be petty. We're not going to be angry. We're not going to say things. So we keep making that willful decision. And after a while, the feel, the feeling goes away. But many times it takes a while for that feeling to go away. I think there can be cases where that feeling could come around for years of time. Yeah. And we make a willful decision to say, no, I'm not responding to that feeling. I am forgiving that person. I am to not giving it that temptation. I'm not giving that to, I'm not going back into this. Mm. Um, and it's a freeing way to live. Because yeah. when we carry anger and unforgiveness, we are, you know, I was going to say killing ourselves. I mean, in a lot of ways we are. I mean, yeah. we are we are just pulling ourselves uh-huh. down and it's so much baggage in our lives. The other barrier, Pastor Brad, that, that was mentioned by Pastor Jacob that steals our joy is fear. Mm. And we have a few minutes left in the podcast to talk to us a little bit about, about not allowing fear to steal our joy. So, yeah, this was really one of the ones that stood out to me. Uh, it's funny because... The Wednesday before, I I did a little sermon on Mary, and I almost said Hezekiah again, but I know Zechariah. It's <laughs> John the Baptist's dad. For some reason, I don't know why, but that name keeps sticking in my head whenever I think of John the Baptist's dad. Uh, but anyways, uh, the angel Gabriel comes to both of them, and Pastor Jacob was talking about this idea of the barrier of fear. Um, and, and you watch it in this story when you compare both of the steps of faith that both of these people take. Zechariah has this moment with Gabriel, and Gabriel tells him that uh, him and his wife, Elizabeth, are going to have this child, John the Baptist, is who we know him to be in the future. But when he presents him with this information, he, he, he freezes. It's this moment of fear. Mm-hmm. And it even it, the scripture even talks about the fear. You go, you'll have to go read it in Luke chapter 1. It talks about the fear that he faces. And in that moment, he questions the ability. His understanding didn't line up with what was his current circumstance and that fear overwhelmed him and because of that overwhelming fear he didn't take this full step of faith that he could have in that moment but scripture even talks about this was a man of good faith that he practiced the laws he he held up what god's word was this wasn't a bad guy this was a guy that was faced with fear and and that's what he fell to it shows that it can Anger or fear could could get the best of any of us, right? Yeah. So we just remain prayerful and with a willing heart to to forgive and a willing heart to believe. Yeah. Right. And both of those things sometimes counteract our emotions. It does. But we we walk by faith, right? And we we choose to believe. We choose to have faith. We choose to not have fear. 
not have anger. Thank you for listening. Bad Preaching Podcast. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week on the Bad Preaching <laughs> Podcast.